Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to teach you how to be the most productive version of you. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to my monthly live training. My next live training will be happening on Friday, September 18th at noon Eastern. I'm going to be talking about planning your day, the why and the how. You can register by clicking the link in the show notes or the banner of my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. On the show today, Zoe Katz. She's co-founder with her sister, Michaela, of the company Twice as Organized. They're all about organizing your home and office. This interview is so important because so many of you, just like me, have areas of your home or office that is out of control. And Zoe's going to give you some really simple, practical ideas on how you can become more organized. Here's my conversation with Zoe Katz. Zoe, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm super excited. I'm super excited here for two reasons. Number one, because we're going to talk about organization. And we're not going to talk about yes. digital organization. We're going to talk about physical organization. But number two, we're, we're doing this on video so I can see you. And my oldest daughter named Rebecca has got gorgeous red hair like you do. And my granddaughter has red hair too. So I'm kind of partial to redhead. So I'm really excited <laughs> about having you on the show today. And you were supposed to be with your sister, but yes. did she get abducted by alien? Or be honest with you here. <laughs> she did not. She did not. She said she can't be here today, but I'm going to be here for us. So, like you said, I'm a redhead. She's also a redhead. So, that's a big part of our brands as well. Twice as organized. We're both redhead sisters that work together. Now, I got to ask this How did two sisters, obviously, you guys get along really well. <laughs> How did you guys decide, you know what? Let's, let's go into business together because I know some siblings get along real well and some siblings don't. So how did you guys decided you know, we should go into business together? So there's really no crazy story of how we started this. <laughs> it was more organic. We we're like, let's just make an Instagram. Let's do this. And then ever since then, it just started to grow. And we're four years apart. So I guess that that gives us a little bit of like we work well together because we're not so close in age. Um, and we, when we work, we actually both work on different areas of like the house or the closet. So it works well that way. We both have our own space when we're organizing. We both have our own expertise. So in that way that we don't really get in each other's way. <laughs> Who, who's older? My sister's older. Oh, okay. You're Four years. Okay. Yeah. Is, she, is she the boss? Um, she's not here right <laughs> yeah. now. So I guess I can say I'm the boss. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, um, twice as organized, I'm assuming that name came because you, you are sisters. So there's two of you and you look identical. Exactly. I've seen your picture. If you looked at the, the cover art here, they, they look identical. Is that where the name came from? <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's twice as organized. We wanted to show that it's two of us, you know, we're the two founders behind this professional organizing company. And that's a, like, we're both redheads. So it's perfect. That image for us. <laughs> you the can image, tell right away. <laughs> the image is, is amazing. I, I just, you know, you guys look so much alike, or you girls look so much alike. So <laughs> let's talk about organization. Like I mentioned yes. a few minutes ago, you know, we talk a lot about digital organization, but let's face it. If your home and or office is an utter wreck, you can't find anything. You're not going to be able to be productive. So let's talk about, first of all, why do you think people 
they don't want to organize. I mean, I'm I'm anal about it. I, I don't like clutter. Mm-hmm. I don't like things laying around. My, I tell my wife, look, we've got to find a spot for this. I don't like this where this is. Why do you think people do it? Is it laziness? Is it because they don't know how? Or what's your thoughts on that? I think it's a mixture of all of that. I think might people that be lazy. Also, like things happen day to day. Like you might put something down and then forget about it. Like that type of thing might happen. So I feel like it might also be overwhelming for a lot of people when it gets to the point where it's so messy or like so unorganized, people are just like, forget about it. And they get too overwhelmed to even get started. Hmm. I, I know that everyone does this. You come home and you put your keys on the counter and then you may put the receipt in the counter and you empty the, the car from the it groceries and then the keys <laughs> stay there where they don't normally go. They know you normally put them over here, maybe near the door until you left the keys there. And then later on, you're like, where are my keys? Because you go to the spot, you always put them, but you put them someplace absentmindedly. And that's a little example, but we have always done it. We're like, Oh, I'll get to it later or throw the mail in the counter. We'll get to it later. Exactly. And all of a sudden you got this huge stack. So when you go into a, a home, to help them organize, what do you, what do you, what's your process? You walk in the house and you're probably thinking to myself, goodness gracious, this is a mess. I mean, you wouldn't say it to the client, but what, <laughs> do, what are you looking for when you first come in? You're looking for a path to, through the house or hopefully we're not talking that bad of organization. We, we, yeah, we've never had that bad of an apartment or anything we've walked into, thank God. <laughs> but it typically, we always have consultations before because we always want to align with the client on exactly what their goals are. So some people, everything's based on preference. We curate everything based on our client, what they need. So like we always have a consultation before. And a lot of the times we'll come with organizational tools that would recommend just so that we can always align. And then when we're actually at the organizing, this is really going to sound a lot for a lot of people, but we take everything out. Like that's our first step always when we're organizing a closet, a kitchen, a pantry, a bathroom. We take everything out. Oh, yes. (laughs) Because that's part of the process. You need to see everything that they own, everything that they want to keep versus like purging. It really helps so that you could see the space you're working with. Wow. Okay. So... You come in, so obviously you wouldn't do the whole house at once. You'd maybe start with the kitchen, organize the kitchen, then you move to the office and arrange the exactly. office. Would you say the most um, disorganized place in the house, because I know what mine is going to be. Mine's mine's the uh, our master b- uh, bathroom, bathroom closet, because that's the mm-hmm. place that still has boxes. We moved into our house in December 2004, and there are boxes that we haven't unpacked yet because we don't need them, obviously. <laughs> so right. is that is there someone is there a place in someone's house that is most common that is the most disorganized? I would say probably people's garages and the closet because people tend to hold on to clothing because a lot of times, even if it's ripped or has a stain, they're like, keep it because yeah. it has like a sentimental yeah. meaning to them. Versus you know, like the kitchen, you throw out things that yes. are stale. Yeah. Well, it's interesting is I go every Christmas, I go through my clothes because my church does this thing. You know, you can you turn in your u- lightly used clothing and I do that. But the one things I ne- will keep for sentimental reasons is when my daughters were in school many years ago, they used to get those school t-shirts. And they're very sentimental to me because they're they're often on their own now, and mm-hmm. I, I they'll never go to the schools again. So I keep those. But any other piece of clothing is really, you know, when I'm not wearing it anymore, I kind of get rid of it because you know that's amazing. Because I'm I'm like that now. My wife, on the other hand, she's like, well, I may wear it again. It's like like for example, wedding dresses. Women like wedding dresses. 
you're never going to wear it again. And yet it's still hanging in their closet. Now, every woman, I don't know a single woman has gotten rid of their wedding dress. It means something to them. They don't even take it out anymore and try it on or anything. It's like, so as a man, I'm like, <laughs> why do y'all keep the wedding dress? You're never going to wear We're not going to go on a date and you're going to wear the wedding dress. But I guess it's a woman thing. I guess I'm not supposed to understand that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Some people have sentimental things that they keep. Even if it's an old T-shirt or something, it holds meaning so they they don't want to get rid of it. And then sometimes it builds up. You know, <laughs> now, I will tell you, I'm not a hoarder, but one thing I do save <laughs> is I save every box from Apple products I buy the home pod iPhones, every iPhone box I've ever had uh, ear pods, AirPods, iPads, MacBooks, everything, because the boxes are gorgeous. And so I, you know, I don't don't bend them. I, I really care <laughs> when I open them. And if you talk to other Apple nuts like I am, they tell you that they do the same exact thing. But I want to ask you, what are the most common mistakes people make when they try to organize their house themselves? What are some of the major, the, the common mistakes you see almost every time you walk into a new new house? I think that people try to organize their homes, but they need to understand that there's also like a system behind it. So like when we put things back, we put them back based on function. So the, what you're using every day should always be in the front and then seasonal things or um, out of season clothing should be on top or in the back. So sometimes people just think, oh, I'll organize my closet by color, but that doesn't always work because... <laughs> You might not still be able to find something that's like, oh, you put winter and summer together. That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like you have to understand that there's also like a system behind it. And that's what we try to do for our clients is to build that foundation so that they can maintain it long after we're gone. I am so anal with my shirts is I, I have a group of shirts that are sleeveless because I live in Houston, Texas. It gets hot in the summertime and I have my t-shirts. And what I do is when I do the laundry, they go at the back of the line. I, I like rotate them. I, I just, I don't want to wear the same shirt all the time. And some people go, that's kind of weird. And then they go, that makes kind of sense because I see them wearing the same shirt all the time. So I, I'm really weird like that. But let me ask you about the junk drawer. I think everyone's got a junk drawer in their kitchen and. <laughs> I've got one right now, and I, I every time I go in there to get the only thing I go in there really for is those twisty ties. The only mm-hmm. thing I go in there for is twisty ties, and I open that drawer. I'm like, oh, I gotta go through this junk drawer because it's a mess. It's just it's all these little knickknacks that I haven't used in years. Does everyone have a junk drawer? Yes, I think even when we go to someone who's moving into a new apartment or house. They always designate a drawer for the drunk drawer. I'm not kidding. It's like for their keys, for their mail, like they need a space for that. I think it's more so just setting monthly goals even to just go through it and throw out the things you don't need. And even like having some organizational tools, like little bins in there, just so you know, like all the pens go together. If I want to put the mail on the side, you know, something to label it so you know it's, it has an organization to the junk drawer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see I'm a minimalist, so I don't like anything that I'm not going to use in the near future. And so as I'm looking at my like living room, okay, the remotes go here. Okay. We have five remotes. We're only using one of them or maybe two of them. So why do we need the other three? So I'm always picking them up and putting them in an entertainment center inside the one of the, the cupboards there, because if you're not going to use it, the way I look at it, and you probably agree with this because you're an organizational specialist, if you're not going to use it on a regular basis, why is it out? 
because then you're like, okay, where's the remote? Not that one, not that one. But Jamie, you, like we have the, the remote for the, the DVD player. We haven't used a DVD player in a year. Why is the remote out? It should be put away. I mean, it's, it's crazy that, and we don't think about it, but what happens is it starts with two extra remotes. Then it starts with, you, you start a book, then you read another book. So you put the new book on top of the old book, and then you put the mail on the old mail and on top of the new mail. And all of a sudden, if you don't have a process, it gets mm-hmm. worse because you're not, you, the longer you wait, it's harder to take care of it, right? Hey there, it's Mark. I just wanted to hop in here real quick to invite you to check out my website, MrProductivity.com, for the date of my next live training to get my top five productivity tips and so much more. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Yeah, it gets so overwhelming for a lot of our clients, and that's why we come in. Because they're at the point where it's like, I don't know what to do here. It became so unmanageable that they need expert help on this. I even, I even uh, keep my dog organized because she likes to go get her toys <laughs> and she will put a toy here and there. And I'm like, no. So she has a toy box and I go through and I put all the toys back. And then she goes, and what do you put my toys away? Because I don't want them over the floor. It It's not. It's just because it affects my sense of order. Okay. So in our house. My wife and my dog have got to keep it clean. I don't like clutter. And because I, it kind of, it causes me consternation when I see clutter. I'm like, why is this here? Why is, why do we have this in the counter? It, and some people are going to listen. It's like, dude, you got a problem. Oh, the OCD. No, I just don't like clutter because I know from a productivity standpoint, clutter causes you to slow down, to be overwhelmed, to get frustrated or worse. You're like, oh, let me stop the needle moving activity I'm working on now and let me clean the kitchen. Well, if the kitchen was already clean, you wouldn't stop to clean the kitchen. So it does affect your productivity. A hundred percent. So what other tips do you have? What what other tips do you have for us for organizing? Let's go, let's go to the office because some people are working from home, but some people are still working in the corporate environment. So let's talk the, talk about the corporate office. Let's say you're working in the cubicle what suggestions do you have for people? Cause I'm sure you've seen some people's offices and they've got files and folders and books and everything scattered mm-hmm. everywhere. And it's like, how do you get anything done? So what, what are some simple ideas that people can do to clean up their office, declutter it? So we always recommend organizational tools. You could see, uh, we have an Amazon page on our Instagram where you could actually see specific areas in the home or in the office that you can buy organizational tools for. And that's always the best way because it keeps you organized by having a file holder or things like that. It keeps you organized. And also, like I said, the check-ins with yourself. So maybe every Friday, like at the afternoon, when things are a little bit slower, you go through all the papers you went through that week and see what you actually need to keep versus what you don't have to and you file it away. So you're kind of keeping yourself in check, which is super helpful for any client we have. Now, you said earlier that you have a different specialty than your sister. So what are you a specialist in and what is your sister a specialist in? So for closets, it's I think there's a certain type of folding and hanging that are specific and it's kind of like a talent. You don't, you could definitely learn it, but it's more so than organizing a kitchen or a bathroom because those, you don't really, you just need to know how to categorize, you know, folding is kind of something that is a specialization. So I specialize in folding and my sister specializes in hanging, which is great because when we're organizing, we both kind of split up mm-hmm. and one of us does the the hanging for the closet. One of us does the folding. And so we're working together, but we're also um, working separately and kind of working on our own niche in that way. 
Do you work with clients and you know who who like to hold on to like eighty pots and pans and they only use maybe five of them? Do you ever talk to them and say, "Hey, listen, you know how many of these pans do you really use? How much of this you know this uh, this appliance you have? Because we all have those appliances in our kitchen that we use maybe once a year. And for mm-hmm. me, I'd rather like just go buy a new one and then sell the garage sale because I don't like it taking up space. Now, some people may think that's crazy, but I'm like. I look at it, the thing I look at the scale is one to 10. If it's not a nine or higher, I don't keep it unless it's sentimental right. value. In that case, it would be a 10. But do you ever talk to people and say, why do you have so many pans here? Do you really use all those? Are they for decoration? Do you ever have, ever have that conversation? So a lot of people like to have a lot of kitchen stuff we've noticed. So <laughs> definitely we have those conversations and especially if there's like rust or anything like that, but still people have a really hard time purging. I think you're amazing that you don't have a hard time, but really a lot of our clients have a difficult time purging. So if it's rusty, we'll tell them, you know, there's rust on it. Like you should really get rid of this. But a lot of the time, if it's just there and it's extra, you they need time to think about if they want to get rid of it or not. So it's a process. Mm. What is, in, out of all your clients, what is traditionally the least cluttered room? In other words, you walk in the room, it's basically... More often than not, it's clean. And then I want you to flip it and tell me what is the most common used room of a house that is disorganized. So start with the most organized room. What do you see more often that's more more organized? The bathroom. Really? Because everything is put away. You don't even see the clutter. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like other spaces in the home, you see the clutter right when you walk in. The bathroom, it might not be as organized um, and categorized, but everything is put away in a way that most things aren't on the counter. That's interesting. So you go in and you see that as the most organized space. You know, and our bathroom is the same thing. Our bathroom is pretty organized. You know, you have everything's got space. I think it's because it's smaller. And like my wife's got this whole thing with all her shower, shampoo stuff on there, the girly stuff. I I got, you know, shaving cream from my head and, uh, you know, soap. That's all I need. But women need mm-hmm. more stuff. And, and our, our, our bathroom is kind of cluttered. So what is the most disorganized room in our house that you see? The closet. The closet, 100%. <laughs> no, we've been to clients where they really, they're shelving and they throw their clothes in. And it's like, how do you find your clothes? Oh, it's my just goodness. thrown in. So I really think that people let themselves go in the closet. It's like behind closed doors, throw it in. And they have so much there. So it's so easy for it to get cluttered. Because think about it. you In the bathroom, you have toothpaste all year. You know, in the closet, you have tank tops for the summer yeah for the winter you have sweaters so you have double the amount it's a lot of clothing <laughs> I, I i'm laughing because you know we have a hall closet that is at the very top are all the board games we don't play anymore but it's okay they're out of the way they're on the top shelf but the other thing we don't use 90 percent in there and my wife doesn't like to get rid of stuff i'm like why do we need all these things we got like those special tablecloths i'm like When's the last time we had a guest over? We can go to the store and buy something. Why do we why do we have it? And so this is a yin and yang thing. She likes doing it her way, I like doing it my way, and and I because I love my wife, I let her have her <laughs> stuff. But I'm like, we don't need most of the stuff in our house. I, I just I don't understand it. But I I guess from what you're saying, I'm more the exception than the rule that most people like to hold on to things. A hundred percent. Also, if you have the space for it, that's what we always tell our clients, because like I said, they don't really want to get rid of their sentimental things or things that they hold close to the heart. So we always tell them if you have room for it, 
then that's fine. We can make it make it work. But a lot of the time, especially we're located in New York City. So a lot of the time, these are really small apartments mm-hmm. we're working with. And people don't typically have extra room for extra things that aren't needed. So that's where the purging process comes in. So you are in like really New York City. Yes. Wow. Are you Manhattan, Brooklyn? Where are you? So we're located in Manhattan. And then we work like in other areas around the city. But our headquarters is in Manhattan. I have never been to New York City. I used to live in Rochester, New York up until 1997. I moved to Houston. I've never been to New York City. It's definitely a place to be. Maybe not right now, (laughs) but (laughs) sometime in the future, it's definitely a place to be. Well, I tell you, uh, someone got my wife and I hooked on Blue Bloods, the TV show Blue Bloods, which is based on the NYPD. And I love the aerial shots. Have you ever seen Blue Bloods? I have not. Okay. They have these, like, when they come out of commercial break, although I have CBS All Access, not a paid sponsor of the show, and they they have these aerial shots in New York City, and they're gorgeous. But I don't have any particular interest to go to New York City because it's so crowded. Um, I don't like crowds. That's why I like working at home. Not right now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, there's not crowds right now. And, uh, you know, eventually it's going to get crowded again because it's one of the largest cities in the the country. Um, But it's interesting. You live in New York City. Um, Like I said, from a TV standpoint, it looks gorgeous. So as we get ready to wrap up here, give us some solid, simple ideas that anybody can do. I don't want any excuses, Zoe. I don't want to be, oh, I'll do it this weekend or I'll do it next month. I want you to give us some ideas, whether at home or in the office or the home office, some simple things that we can do today without any excuses mm-hmm. that's going to give us the... um What's where I'm looking for? The habit of becoming more organized. 100%. So one tip I would just um, talk about is that you should choose a space. Then think of a space that in your house, in your office, somewhere that needs some extra TLC. I think you should really start with that space mentally even be like, I need to get to this space and then set a goal. So I've been talking a lot about this. Like you should set either monthly or even weekly goals, depending on the space to have check-ins with yourself. So definitely keep in mind that things happen. And so like, you're not always going to be accountable for yourself, but understand the mental importance it is for you because you're going to be overwhelmed if it gets messy. So definitely set goals for yourself on when to make yourself accountable so you can upkeep this. Okay. And how about one more? So during the process, after you choose a space, this may seem very overwhelming, but like I said, we take everything out. Even if you take everything out of one specific space, you're bedside table, take everything out and really go through it, categorize it for yourself and then see what you don't need. Purging has been a huge thing we've been talking about today. And I think it's so important, especially now people are still working from home and it's important to make your home a happy, joyous space. You don't want it to be stressful and overwhelming when you're there all day. So definitely try to choose a space that gives you anxiety and just take everything out and categorize it and see what you need. And then purge some things. And then from there, it's super easy to put it back because hopefully you got rid of some things. (laughs) I I tell you, there's two areas I'm going to go over this with my wife. The junk drawer, which we don't need 99.9% of the stuff in there. It's junk. I think literally the only thing I go in there for is those twisty ties. So why is everything else in there? And then this hallway closet that's got a billion and one towels that we never use. So I'm going to take your advice, going to take everything out and say, okay, what do we need to keep? What do we need to get rid of? And I think those are two small things my wife and I can work on together. And uh, 
whether everything gets put back or not, it remains to be seen. We'll, <laughs> we'll start with taking everything out. Um, Zoe, this has been really fun having you on the show. Where can we find out more about you and what your sister are doing? So we're on Instagram, Twice as Organized. And also we have a website, twiceasorganized.com. So you could check us out. There's a lot of tips and tricks we have on there if you guys need any additional help. Well, you'll have to tell Michaela, is that her name? Yes. Okay. You have to tell Michaela that this is the most incredible interview you've ever done. You had a ton of fun. I hope you really <laughs> did. And you don't know what you missed out. It was great. So you got to tell her that. I hope you had a good time on the show today. Yes, it was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Really and, fun. Well, I appreciate you sharing the <laughs> uh, the tips you gave us. And folks, take what Zoe said and go do it. Just pick one area of your house and just empty it out. And then decide what started. needs to go. Yeah, just get started. That's the best way to get uh, this get started. Just do it, get started, and then you go to the next thing. So, Zoe, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. And just before we go, don't forget to register for my next live training. Friday, September 18th at noon Eastern, going to be talking about planning your day, the why and the how. Register by clicking the link in my show notes or in the banner of my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.